listening to the Falcon Podcast. I'm Lady Northampton, and with my husband, Lord Northampton, we have reimagined an old coaching inn here at Castle Ashby and have created a country retreat for those in need of rest and renewal. In this first series, we talk to six key contributors who have been an integral part of bringing the Falcon together. In this episode, Lord Northampton talks to Gavin Hill, our head gardener, about his passion for the outdoors and his work at the Falcon. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lord Northampton. Everybody calls me Lord N. And I'm interviewing Gavin Hill, who has been taken on as the head gardener here at the Falcon and done an amazing job for us. And I'll leave it to Gavin to introduce himself. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning, Lord N. My name's Gavin. I've been brought in as the head gardener for the Falcon. Um, I came in roughly 11 months ago um, at the start of uh, the project garden-wise. It was very much minimal work had been done. It was very much an open site. We had the, the porter cabins and everything else here. And then we had our exterior landscape company give us our landscape design. Um, we worked really, really closely with them to get the, the vision of the gardens that we wanted um, to create what has turned out to be something absolutely fantastic that we hope everyone's going to enjoy. It's been very much a labour of love, I think. It's been hard work um, for everybody involved. Um, but again, the end product, I think, has turned out fantastic. Um, I'm sure as everybody will see when they come to the gardens, when you stand and look through the the whole view, I think you'll just embrace it and see it for what it really is. I think it's fair to say, Gavin, that um, the view wasn't really there when you first came. We've opened up a lot of uh, avenues through the trees to look down to the lakes. Yes. um, Which has given us a much better perspective. And also when you came, of course, there was just one slope running down from the hotel and we had to build three levels, didn't we? Yes. Um, just before I started, um, we were obviously, well, it was working with the original gardens and the original lay of the land. And then the idea was to raise up, which is now the Marquee Lawn, which we'll be having our events on, open up this beautiful window through the trees to create this multi-layered effect. So when you do stand up at the, the restaurant terrace, you can look down and it does step down out through this beautiful view um, off across the fields to the lakes. So it, it looks lovely. And one of the exciting things is that you're passionate about um, trees as well as plants. And um, of course, you took on responsibility for designing our woodland walks around the estate. Would you like to say a little bit about that? Yeah, um, the woodland walks was a, a concept that was came up where we can give um, people that come to stay with us a planned route around uh, existing footpaths and new footpaths um, to encourage people to basically go out, embrace the countryside and see some of the lovely sites around where we are at Castle Ashby. Um, we start off at the hotel, um, we go off up past the Castle Ashby Gardens um, and then we kind of link into the top end of some of the smaller villages and then we link up with existing footpaths, some of the bridleways we come across some beautiful farmland um, and due to the elevation, it's just a, a lovely view across the sort of the rolling countryside. We then cut through a lovely area called Jerusalem Steps, which is definitely something to look out for. A beautiful set of steps cut into the natural levels of the, the countryside. 
it's a really nice woodland area. So you drop down into the woodland, you come up through the Jerusalem steps, and then as you come up out the top, again, it opens out. Um, again, really, really nice views. Then we come down to Cookno Mill. We kind of scout around the outside of the caravan park and we link into the river and we walk alongside the river, which again, anyone that's walked along a river walk, I've personally walked it quite a few times and there's kingfishers, there's herons, abundance of fish. It's just beautiful. Um, we follow it all the way down. We come to uh, a pre-existing lock, which is where we take a 90 degree turn and we cut through what is still, um, I believe it's quarry land, it's still being developed. And then we come into what's the bottom of Whiston Hill, where you have a beautiful view of Whiston Church and the footpath actually takes you up into Whiston Church. You go around the back of the church and out the back and then you follow the fields again. It's, it's very much elevation change because of our natural landscape. It's a lot of up and down, up and down, but then it, that in itself creates the views. So you kind of lose a little bit and then when you come up to the top, you're stood in the top of a beautiful field you look around and all of a sudden you're on top of everything and then you can see quite way into the distance. Um, we then come round uh, and it does drop back into the bottom of um, our woodland at the back of the hotel and brings you back up to the hotel. It's about seven, I think it's 7.2 miles. It's gonna be fully signposted and it's absolutely fantastic. Even in the winter, I would more, be more than happy to do it because again, as the seasons change, the view changes, the trees change, the different varieties of plants, of wildlife, it all just evolves as the seasons grow on. And of course, this is very exciting for me because it's um, nice to open up the estate for people to enjoy it, uh, particularly for the Falcon guests, because these are designated um, journeys for the Falcon guests to explore. As well as that, of course, we've got the bicycle rides uh, with tracks for bicycles and, and families to go off. And, and we've got bicycles that you chose and you set up all that side of it. Um, just say a little bit about that. Is that um, something which you're passionate about? Um, yes, very much so. My, my one continuous passion throughout my whole life has been push bikes. Um, whether it was a BMX as a kid, um, I'm, I suppose a lot of people will still be able to remember sort of the rally burners, the rally grifters. It was very much sort of like the early 90s for me. So to actually be able to bring my passion into the hotel and then be given the sort of permission, I suppose, to go ahead, choose the bikes I think are suitable. Everything down to we, the color scheme, the specification of the bikes. We've got bikes everywhere from really, really young children all the way up to we can cater for six foot plus adults. We cover the whole spectrum. Um, we went for specialized mountain bikes, um, really well-known brand, been well-established for a long, long time. And we, we went quite middle of the road as in specification because the way mountain biking has gone as a sport and as a hobby, the costings can be from a couple of hundred pounds to thousands and thousands. So as a, as a company, we've chosen really good specification bikes. Um, they're fully kitted. We've got lights, we've got toolkits, we've got mud guards. They're all going to have locks. We provide helmets for everybody. Um, and again, when we chose the helmets, we went for a really good specification helmet, which has got really good up-to-date modern technology. So if people do unfortunately have accidents, we've provided as much as we possibly can to sort of safeguard 
people using it. So I'm really super excited about the whole mountain bike thing. That's great. Um, finally, Gavin, uh, talking about uh, raised vegetable beds, uh, which you've put in, and, um, and I think my organic garden in Warwickshire, where my home is, is growing a lot of our vegetables and herbs uh, and some of the flowers for the garden. Um, how does that fit in with your ideas of organic, ecological, friendly? Um, I think it's fantastic. I think the fact that we, we know where everything came from. So we know Joanne, who's, who's grown them for us. A lot of things have been grown for, from seed. She propagates everything. She brings everything on. So from an organic point of view, we can trace everything back to where it started. So we know the soil that's been planted in. We know the organic fertilizers, the manures, everything that's been put into it. It's all traceable. And it all comes from one person, bless her, who must work her socks off. Um, she does. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Because she has to feed us as well. <laughs> so the fact that we managed to bring some of that into our garden, we've now got three raised beds, which are at the back of the kitchen. And we went for three because it's a manageable size, because everything needs to be manageable. Um, they're three good sizes. Um, so we've brought in just some of a snippet of what Joanne can make for us. So we've got quite a good spectrum of um, herbs and stuff. So we've got some oregano, uh, we've got some spearmint, sorrel, lemongrass, summer savory, some sage, rosemary. We've got some little mini strawberries growing in there, which would be fantastic. And we're going to add to it as well. So we're working quite closely with our um, food and beverage manager and he's asked us if we can grow um, different varieties of mint so we can put them into the cocktails and into the drinks. So the fact that we're going to grow it in our own soil, in our own garden, and the food and beverage team can go out first thing in the morning and decide, oh, we're going to have some spearmint or we're going to have some chocolate mint. They can pick it that morning and it can be in your drink within 15, 20 minutes. Wonderful. It just links perfectly. It's the whole sort of ethos of this healthy living and just embracing everything. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Well, I'm really into micronutrients um, because that's where the health is. And um, so we grow everything organically. And Jo is um, remarkable how she's taken to it uh, and loves developing the garden so that we get the maximum taste but the maximum micronutrients into our food. And we hope to bring that to the fork and so the guests experience that as well. So, um, well, thank you, Gavin, very much. No and, problem. Um, it's great to have you on board and you've worked your socks off to get this garden under control. And um, it's a work in progress and we look forward to the future. Thank you, Lord. And it's been a, it has been a challenge. It's been exciting to be part of this, the whole project and to be brought in into the project and to have sort of the overall control, I suppose, of the gardens. Mm. And then to bring in my ideas to tie in with your ideas, Lady N's ideas, and just to create what we've got now. Yep, so it'll keep going. Definitely. Well done. Thank you. Thanks, Gavin. So we've come outside today. It is currently raining, um, but just want to take you around some of my favourite parts of the garden. I think a lot of people, when it rains, they want to stay inside. Their natural instinct is stay inside, stay dry. But having worked outside for 25 years plus, rain is so important. It's We need it so much. But when we do get it, we all moan. 
So I think we should all come outside in the rain and just enjoy it. So we're going to basically walk up to what is part of the um, the original gardens, which I sort of campaigned to keep because we've got the old and the new. And the whole part about the build is the old building and the new building all coming together. So we basically walk up out of the overflow car park and you're instantly met by the original orchard. So we've got some fantastic apple trees. Um, I think we've currently got three different varieties at the moment. Um, and as you walk through, we come up to um, our herb garden, which was completely built from scratch. We brought all the soil in, um, all the organic soil, and we're going to work really closely with the restaurant and the food and beverage team because we really want them to sort of embrace the fact that we've got the herb garden. We can grow things that will be actively used um, in the bar. So we're looking to bring in different types of mint that we can be coming out every morning. They can pick fresh, take straight into the bar and use in people's drinks. And it's that whole inside outside. It's as fresh as it possibly can be. So as we walk past the three herb gardens that we've got, we come into, which is my favorite part of the whole garden. It's um, surrounded by a lovely taxus hedge and it's part of the old garden. Um, it was left for quite a while. It was quite wild when I first started. So I put in quite a bit of effort to sort of bring some shape back in and open it out. And this would, I would say, is probably the quietest part of the whole garden. It's an escape. So if you come here and you want some peace and quiet, you want to just have five minutes, sit down um, and just kind of get away. It's a real nice enclosed area. Like I say, surrounded by the taxus. Um, and we're going to have hopefully a really nice bench up against the fence. Um, so you can come here, just take five minutes and just escape from the real world, from the madness. Take five minutes and just sort of absorb everything and like today it's raining but it's a perfect time to come out listen to everything that's going on um being stood under an umbrella and just listening to the rainfall it's really quite it's really quite nice it's quite pleasant um, and again we want to encourage people to come outside doesn't matter what the weather's doing come out and see the different the changes in the year the, how the garden changes how everything changes throughout the seasons We've also got wellies uh, with the hotel. Um, we've got hunter wellies from every size, from children all the way up to adults, so we can accommodate everybody, hopefully. Um, they're in our boot room. So again, this ties in nicely with, if the weather's bad, get your wellies on, come out for a walk, take the branded umbrellas, and we've got the woodland walks that you can go off into, walk around the gardens, just basically enjoy being outside, whatever the weather. Um, so we've just walked from the back of the hotel, from the East Wing Terrace and the restaurant terraced area, down a small flight of stairs and it opens out onto what is our marquee lawn, which we'll have for our events. And then as you walk across, we've got the um, apple trees and the orchard area to our left hand side. Um, and then we basically just walk down across to what I like to call, it's our, it's our window that it's been purposely put in to open out this lovely view so as you walk down towards you've got a lovely oak tree on the left hand side you walk down and it's just this picture frame that opens out into the landscape behind um, so if you come down here at night 
this will all be lit up we've got specific trees that are lit up underneath the oak and some of the other um, small species in the, our little orchard we've got um, and then as you look into the field some of the trees further down are also lit up at night so again it just it guides your eye to where sort of the best view is um, and as you as you look down it just opens out into this fantastic view at the moment I'm looking across lush green fields um, fields that are waiting to be harvested we've got the lakes down to our left um, and it's just it it's one of those pictures that you look at and it looks like it should be on a postcard um, you can see the church in the background which is sort of highlights sort of the main area at the back and it just sort of it opens out it kind of as you walk down you see more and more and more as you get closer um, as you get right down to the bottom you can actually see the fishing lakes at the bottom on the left hand side which again is fantastic it's packed I say it's raining today but everyone's down there everyone's enjoying being outside um, and then you can see we've got harvesting going on at the moment obviously not great today because of the weather but again it's just a beautiful view all the different color changes as we go into autumn the different trees you're going to get the different colors the different variations in the trees so it's it's a view that will change constantly throughout the year all year round um, again in the winter everything loses its leaves um, but then that opens out the view even more and you'd see different things that you wouldn't normally see so we kind of want people to come out and come and look at it and just stand here amongst the trees and just embrace it just take in the view just enjoy being outside My name is Richard Astle and I'm the nature advisor to the Falcon Hotel. The natural world is, is very much at the heart of you know, the Falcon and what it stands for and its values and I think that's why Lord and Lady Northampton have asked me to advise on nature and how we can make sure it's central to everything that happens here and perhaps in particular how the guests at the hotel can understand the natural world around them and get to see as much of it as possible. So here are a few of my thoughts on what you might want to look out for uh, and what you might enjoy during your stay. Gavin's gardens are just wonderful to see and to enjoy, but it's also really important to remember they're wonderful for nature. Um, any walk around the garden um, will result in, in, in you being able to see lots of different kinds of bees and butterflies, particularly on the lavender. If you go out to the front of the hotel as well, where there's plants like salvia and verbenum, you can find small tortoiseshell butterflies, large white butterflies. Uh, you might be lucky enough to find uh, the beautiful red admiral, so well worth keeping an eye out for all those butterflies in the garden. The music you hear in this podcast is by Jai Utel and Ben Lineback. The podcast is produced by Gaisley Social. And for more information on the Falcon and its contributors, please head to the show notes.